Mescalero. As you probably know by now, you're listening to a podcast. You get a chance for some of the unique stories out there um, to be heard and, if anything, inspire our community. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Riding on the Wall podcast. I, went, I go by the name of Chris Frizzell. We have Blue Shendo in the building, and today we have a special guest. Everybody give it up for Naomi Signs. All right, before we get started with this podcast, but I can give a special shout out to our sponsor. Who's our sponsor today, Blue? All right, our sponsor comes from the Big Red Food Trailer. That's uh, what, what Brian Stevens called his food truck down by the Travel Store. Um, anybody that mentions the podcast will get a um, a free drink, but it's the first 10 people. First 10 people? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, we just got to go buy some food, and as you're buying it, mention the podcast, and hopefully you're one of the first 10 to get a free drink. So that's Brian Stevens? Yes, Brian Stevens. He usually parks out by the, by the travel store. Big red food cart? The big red food trail. How you doing, Naomi? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. So, I hear you have a special event, invention that you got patented recently. What's that all about? Yes, on um, September 7th, I received a notice from the patent office that the patent that I've been working on that I sent in back in 2019 was approved. Awesome. And so I have a legit pat- patent. So what can you tell our listeners out there? Um, what What is it exactly? Well, it's what you call, what I call it is a big and tall four-wheel walker. Okay. And it entails um, uh, features like a walker slash wheel, uh, chair or wheelchair. Okay. Yeah. And so it's made for big people uh-huh. and tall people because I've seen the ones around that are you know, you're bending over trying to walk. Yeah. And so, and so I've lo- I've looked at the inventions of different people, and I've actually drew one out, and I was like, well, I don't know. And so, one day I decided to check into it, mm-hmm. and I called some people out of Pennsylvania, and so that's who I've been working with. And in dealing with them. And they told me what I needed to do, how to do it, and we were able to get everything across. And it's it was a pretty penny, but yeah. I had to get a few investors in order to get it taken care of, you know, the fun-wise. And, and so we were able to do that, and we turned it in. And, of course, it's the commerce that has to approve it and stuff, so we went... In that route, and I finally got notice on the seventh of September that wow. it, was, it came through. That's awesome! Congratulations! I've never heard anybody in Mescalero actually really bent, invent something. Have you, Blue? Uh, no, this was the first. Um, I, that's why I was like, when I heard about it, and she told me about it, I was like, we got to get you on the podcast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just you know, it was just something that I've looked at, and I've seen people that have suffered. And there's just 
nothing that they could do, you know, with mm-hmm. the wheelchairs that they have. And some people are just too big for the small walkers. You I know? see. So that's where I was coming from. That's awesome. Have you seen anybody um, like out like using it yet, or is it still so new? You haven't seen it, like no, it's still very new. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, it just well, it was on pending patent for a while, but nothing was picked up yet. And so now we're looking for a manufacturer to actually manufacture it for us, so Got that it. we can get it sold into the public. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah. what's the what's the specific name? Do you have a name for it, or that's the one that I call Big and Tall Four Wheel Walker. Big and Tall Four Wheel Walker. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So instead of your normal two brakes, it has four brakes. Okay. Hand hand brakes. Yeah. Yeah. So it works that you know you can get pushed and you can walk with it at the same. You know, at if you get tired of walking, then you have somebody that can push you, and you're facing away from them rather than. Looking up at them. Okay. That's awesome. What what inspired you to, like, go that direction? You said you just kind of saw people struggling with the walkers. And is there, like, anything that hit close to home when you wanted to help, like, a family member or? That's actually where it came from Mm -hmm. because I've I've looked at family members and um, in one in particular. And that's where I got this idea that, you know, if I want to push somebody then I don't want them looking at me or my shoulders you know and instead you know face away from me and yes it was because of a family member that I got the idea to get it going yeah because the the walkers I'm thinking of that that you can use as a walker and then sit down you're if somebody's pushing you're facing towards exactly. them right yeah exactly. that's kind of uncomfortable right right I see what you mean so the one you invented they're facing the other way right they're oh. Facing away from the pusher. Okay. Yeah. I see. Wow. Uh, so when you first, how, how did this process come to you? Was it just you, you took it day by day or did motivation just hit you all at once? No, I actually had um, an idea a long time ago prior to the 2019, but I just sat on it, mm-hmm. you know, and the same thing with the book that I had, it just sat on it, you know, so... But on this one, I sat on it for a while, and one day um, I drew it out, and I had it, and I thought, well, let me make some phone calls. And so I started making phone calls to see how the patent took. I first went to go see a lawyer here in Redoso, and the information that I got was not what I was looking for. Therefore, I went all over the United States looking for one. Mm -hmm. And that's when I came up with that one uh, patent program. And so I went with them mm-hmm. and because they were able to help me and give me information that I needed. Wow. How, how did you um, how did you find companies or like lawyers or help in other parts of the country? Were you just like online Googling? Yes. And you kind of just used your researching skills. And you, you found some numbers. Right. Okay. So you so you had the idea. And you you sat on it for a little bit, and then you started thinking, you know, maybe you got something. You started acting on it slowly, starting out in the local area, didn't find help, moved across, started reaching out across the country. And then what was the first break? Like, what was the first phone call that, like, actually um, got, got, got this off the ground? I When I was talking to the lawyers back east, I was able to 
get the information across to them. And they gave me a lot of information, firsthand information on what needed to be done, how to approach it, um, and everything that entailed getting the paperwork done. Mm-hmm. And so I asked them, how much is it going to cost me? How much, uh, how long does it take? And the patent, any, they said anywhere from two to three years, we'll get a patent. So I did pretty good in two years. Wow. Two years? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Um, after the lawyers told you what you needed to do, um, was it then when you drew up the pictures or did you just, did you already have the pictures drawn up? I had the pictures already. Yes. I just, I just, um, updated it and made it the way I wanted to, to present it to them. Did you draw it just like on a paper? piece of paper? Yes. Yeah. I, and I'm not an artist. Believe uh-huh. me, I am not an artist and I can't draw a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I had a hard time, but in looking at, uh, different things, I, pictures, I was able to kind of draw one up uh-huh. and it came out pretty good. So for not being an artist, you know, it came out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So So was there one like officially made right now? The, the, the Not yet. No. Not yet? Okay. No. That's what we're looking for now is a manufacturer to pick it up. Okay. And so my next goal in this is once it's approved, I mean, it is approved. Once it's done and built, I want to approach IHS because mm-hmm. IHS is um, almost mandated to buy from... Native Americans, yeah, you know their products, and so this would come out of the hospital, I would think. Yeah, it would help them. Definitely, wow. All right, so like anyone who's kind of like in your shoes that has an idea, because you know, anywhere you go, the reservation's full of ideas. Or we have people talking about, I would do this. I, I thought of this, and then it was invented. Um, so pretty much what you're saying is, all you need is just that idea. Just put it on paper and make some calls and you never know. Right, right. That, yeah. That's awesome because um, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that can um, follow your steps and maybe be like, well, it's possible. We right. know it's possible. It can be done. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't have to be some crazy scientist in a lab. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not, yeah. <laughs> not taken away yeah. from you. Right. But, you know, yeah. You're relatable because you're, you're a part of the community, right. you know, and. Um, it's like it's it's nice to see someone from the community who can act on their ideas and show us that what's possible, right? And, and that way, our community can continue to grow, right? Yeah, so that, and, that's pretty cool. And so, being the artist that I am, which mm. is none, I actually wrote it down first, mm-hmm. you know, so that I put my ideas on a paper, just writing it, and then eventually it came into a picture. Wow! You know, so it was easier for me to write it first before. I could print it, you know, I mean, um, picture it, you know, so that's how I worked that. Did you think it would actually get patented or was there, was it, was it kind of like a far-fetched dream or goal? Well, I read into the patents and they said that about 80% of them get approved. Oh, okay. So I had a pretty good chance, yeah. I thought, you know, so mm. because of that uh, 80%. Okay. That's, that's um, it's nice to hear that mm-hmm. the 80%. You know, because it gives us like hope, but yeah. it makes me think like, wow, like look at all the ideas I personally sat on, mm-hmm. and I never acted on, and now I feel like shoot, I should have 
So now jump on it. Pursued, <laughs> right? Exactly. That's that's like a big eye opener. Yeah. yeah. We can't just be like idea people now. But like, like, oh, they'll never know. do that. They'll never plan that, you know? But right. Yeah. Yeah. After hearing that, that. Yeah. I had a friend back in Virginia, from Virginia, and we talked about this, oh, I'm going to say in 2011 mm-hmm. or 2000, somewhere around that area. And he's the one I was talking to him just uh, about patents and because I was thinking of an, another idea. And he told me it was going to be hard, that it's going to cost a lot of money. And I would have to jump through a lot of hoops and, you know, to get it done. And I sat on that for a long time and I didn't want to get discouraged. And I kind of did, but I made myself say, you know, who sa- who's to say that? I can't do something, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where our problem is. A lot of the times is that we listen to people that we shouldn't listen to, exactly. you know, and let it come to us and say, okay, well, they said I can't do it. And so I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to even try. Yeah. But mine is more, they told me no, so I'll prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. You know, so that has always been my problem really is that I'm being told no you can't do that no you can't do that and just to prove them wrong I do do it nice you know so it's just something that your mentality you have to make sure that you are approving of yourself Mm. before you can move forward you know and so it's like don't tell me no because I'm gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) that's um, my that's like my favorite thing that you said so far is now, you know, talking about people telling you that you can't do something that it's hard because, you know, I, personally, I, I've been in that situation before where someone's told me, like, it's just a little too hard, you know, think of something else or um, I've been discouraged before, but at a, at a younger age. Right. And um, now that I'm older, I wish I could have acted on more things at an earlier age because I did learn um, throughout the years that you just got to go out and do it regardless of what people say. You know, even when I was getting out of the army, um, they were like saying a lot of the soldiers in there, my peers and um, leadership were like, you're only a soldier. This is all you know. You were born for this. Like, you're not going to do as well as you're doing in here. That this is what you were born to do. You you were, this is your destiny here. Like, why are you going to get out? And all, all you know is to carry this gun. And, you know, they're trying to talk me into staying. And um, I almost listened. That's, I was yeah. I was almost like yeah. Maybe I can't make it on the out. Maybe I should stay in. Um, but you know, I trusted myself, got out, and now I'm doing okay. And it's just that what you said. It, it just hits close to home. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad that you said that. Mm-hmm. Did you have people telling you, "Oh, that one never worked. That one, you can't do that." No. You know what is? What happened was that only my daughter and I talked about it all the time. Oh, okay. I gave her. I didn't. Uh, give any idea, no indication, nothing as to what I was working on. Okay. So I kept it a secret. Yeah. And then my son learned about it. We talked about it. And then I have four investors that I sat down and I told them, this is what I have. I showed them the picture and I told them, I need some investors so I can, because I needed, you know, mm-hmm. quite a bit of money to get it go off the, off the ground. So they were interested and they put some in it, some of their money in it and 
that's how we were able to get it done. Because I had some of my own, but it was not enough to get the patent going. Mm -hmm. So, and then the thing about it is that in working with all of this, I've done grants before, worked on grants. And so I'm putting all my knowledge into getting this patent done. Yeah. And so with the investors, you can make it to where they earn a lifetime uh -huh. or you can put a limit on it. Okay. Like my limit on my investors is the percentage that they put in to a seven-year. Okay. So so it's not like seven years from the time I put it in, but seven years from the time it starts producing. Yeah. So it's similar to like royalties, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so once the, those royalties come in, then it's the seven years start adding up. Nice. So that you don't have to put all your baskets, you know, I mean your, all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. And that, so you're distributing, you're helping other people on the reservation that invested with your product, so they're going to get royalties from it also. Yeah. For seven years. Nice. And so it's just not about me. Mm -hmm. It's about the investors also. Exactly. And then you're helping people who need the right. product too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. At uh, what point did you invite investors in? <laughs> when I had everything done, I had the pictures and I had uh, the <clears throat> lawyers in hand. And I was able to get a price as to how much it was going to cost. So I did everything on my own already. And by the time I went to the investors was when it was time to pay the lawyers, to to the patent lawyers to run through the program. Okay. That, um, that, so you, you're basically like, if you're going to ask for money, you, need it, you better have all of your, your details figured out. Don't be going to them with like a half idea. Like this is what I'm looking to do, because they're there are they like just ready to? They don't want to see a half idea, right? Right. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. You yeah. know. And so, what when I did approach them, I had everything in order already. Mm -hmm. It was already to the point where this is how much money I need to get it done. Oh, okay. And so, it was not a guessing game. I had the pictures ready right. and so I showed them the pictures and I showed them the product and what it would look like and um, I asked um, what their input would be and they gave me a few but there was not any changes in what I had done mm -hmm. you know and so it was just completed to answer your question it was completed already okay. and then so I was able to get their investments that way Nah, it reminds me of that show, uh, Shark Tank. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So was it like and that? Basically, <laughs> kind of, yeah. basically. But the thing is that the lawyers that I'm working with back east don't want me to go on Shark Tank. Oh. Okay. You know, because they said that that um, I guess it's not a good show or whatever. You mm -hmm. know, so Cause, yeah, it's probably more for views. That well, then your product is different. Yours is for the hospital. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. It, yeah. And a lot of shows like that, they seem a little like um, like you're not seeing like the whole truth. A lot of shows like that to me seem like well, of course they're going to take care of themselves. Right. They're going to want their ratings, and they're going to make. And a lot of those investors that they have in there too, 
um, it doesn't seem like they're ever going to lose. It seems like it's always set up in their favor. Right. Yeah. And and that's where I think um, somebody has to meet you just a little bit halfway and show more risk. You know, I right. think if you're both feeling like you're both putting into something, that's probably a good deal. But when I watch the show, it doesn't look like the investors are taking any risk at all. Right. It almost looks um, a little like fake to me. Like yeah, it's scripted. Yeah. And, I, and I think that there was a... a something about them that they were being dishonest or something. Mm. There were, I think they had a suit against them. For, oh, really? Yeah, fraud or, I, I just, can't remember what it was, but it, I read something on it and I said, well, maybe it's a good thing I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> can't, you can't trust TV. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, going off of that, I do my own stuff. I, you know, my instincts and a lot of prayer. Believe me, it's a lot of prayer. Awesome. You know, because, um, we give all our praise to God because He's the one that gives us the ideas. Right. You know? Amen. And so, and so with that, I am able to work on it. And my investors actually prayed over this before wow. we even sent it off. Oh wow! You know, so yeah. So with with that being said, um, you're I'm I'm assuming your investors are locals. Yes, they yes. are. Okay. Yeah, they're they're from Muscular also. Oh, awesome. nice. Yeah. That's so cool. I didn't approach anybody be anywhere else because i wanted it you know kept within the tribe uh-huh. and like i said i want to try to help the tribal members as much as i can and being able to work with them and you know my family it's that's what it's all about nice and this is one of the reasons why i'm real um, happy to have started the podcast is it's like uh, to just talk about stories like this. Like, how do we not know? <laughs> yeah. How do we not know this was going on? You know, right? Um, I found out about your story because um, I was working on your computer one day at work, and um, it just—I don't know how it came up. Small talk, but um, you mentioned the patent. I was like, I looked at you. I was like, what? How, if you have this patent, we need to be telling people like what, yeah. what's going on and. And I saw the letter. It was super exciting to see your name on the on the actual letter. It came from um, who, who sent you the letter saying that the patent was approved from the patent office. The patent yeah. office. Where are they located? In it was a it was Vir- a Virginia. Or, so I don't, I don't remember exactly the, where it was from. Where, wherever it was from, the letter looked super official. It had your name on it, and it had that little um, that stamp. Right. It was yeah. it was pretty cool to see one. I've never seen one like the that. The gold seal. The gold yeah. seal. Yeah. yeah that, wow. That letter looks pretty official, and I was like, dang, this is huge. And then, um, you know, I don't want to chop into the next thing I want to talk about yet, but, you know, we started talking about other things, and I was like, uh, yeah, you, you know, I hope you can then go home and think about an, an interview because um, you can inspire some other people coming behind you that have ideas too, and you're leading the way, and um, I just think it's super cool what you did, um, especially you. how you did it. You're, you were yeah. very thought out, um, methodical. You didn't just um, make impulse decisions. It's hard to do that. You yeah. know, you get an idea and you might know you have something and then you reach out to the wrong people and you just start telling everybody you're excited and you tell the wrong people. But um, you were very careful with your steps and that that's cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll take some note from that. Yeah, because it, they suggested you don't talk to anybody about mm-hmm. it. They said the first thing was, who else did you talk, talk to about this? Uh-huh. And so I was able to say, just my daughter and I. Yeah. You know, and so I didn't even talk to my spouse about it, you know, so <laughs> just because I wanted to keep it under wraps until it was ready to be revealed. 
Yeah. You know, so. And the plus side of doing that too is you only have one person in your corner that you know is going to support you. Right. You don't even have to worry about dealing with like um, any disapproval from anyone else that you talk to about it, which is cool. That's, yeah. That's a good yeah. Well, see, the thing about it too is that going back to being told and put down saying, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do mm-hmm. that. You know, that's going to be impossible. And that is something that I didn't want to hear. And I knew I had a product and I knew that I was going to go go through with it. And so it was just a matter of getting everything done before I came forward with it. Even just hearing mm-hmm. that, like um, that laugh that people give you. Yeah. It's like, what? what like do you a smirk? Ex- yeah. 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 <laughs> Who do you think you want to do yeah, that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who yeah. Do you, you're, are you making yourself better than us? And yeah. then a lot of the times I think people catch themselves. It's like a natural thing to like immediately judge and give a laugh and then you can see them catch themselves like oh yeah that's a good idea that's yeah that's cool but then you knew that initial reaction was like yeah you're saying this now but i know how you feel deep down like it's hard to describe that initial like smirk like you Mm -hmm. said so you didn't even have to go through any of that and that's what's cool you just you just stuck to the the goal and the mission and you got it done Right. And the thing about it is that you have to follow your dreams. Mm. You have to, mm-hmm. you know, because nobody's going to do it for you. It's just like if I take a job and I'm mad and cranky about it all the time, while well, I apply for this job, nobody else gave it to me, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so be happy about it rather than being mean and cruel about working at a position that, you know, you applied for. Yeah, you know? so, exactly. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of, not listening to people and putting you down you know it's you have your own thoughts about yourself i'm good at this i can get it done you know i will do it yeah and that's what i had to do was i'm gonna do it what's that's that's awesome what's inspiring to me about this is um i don't i don't know how to go about saying this but i'm gonna try to be as like respectful as possible but is that you know your your age you're older than you know me for sure i've known you since i was little yes and it's like you're still you're still driving you're still pushing hard you don't have to slow down you know right right and you're probably accomplishing things um now at this point in your life maybe that are bigger than some of the things that you, you know, um accomplished early on would you say well yeah i've always been a trailblazer really? though yeah and if you'll go back way back when I was the first woman police officer on the reservation. Wow. Oh. And I was, let's let's and put I them was, all on the table. Yeah, and I, yeah, and yeah. I was. Um, I graduated from the Indian Police Academy and the New Mexico uh, Police Academy in order to be cross commissioned. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, I um, wow. I'm just glad to have you. Did um, we just keep talking about good things, inspiring things? Yeah, it's very inspiring. Yeah, and um, like I said, you're still pushing hard. You're still you haven't slowed down one bit. And I I want to be like that. I don't want to slow down. And um, I've gotten told this before. They're like, where someone's told me, "Oh, you're you're all about the gym. Wait till you're in your 30s. That'll die down." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I, how about I become in better shape when I'm in my 30s? How about I try harder?" Maybe I don't have to look like the rock, but how about I try harder and not let that happen? Mm-hmm. And I, I just hate that idea that when you get older, you have to slow down. You know, I want to keep going too, and I like that attitude that you have. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to feed off of that too. You know. Yeah, and who's to say that to tell you that you can't be in shape? 
Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there are the people that are not in shape that are telling you that. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, there may be jealousy, but you've got to get beyond that again mm-hmm. and say, hey, I'm going to do this. This is for me, not anybody else. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of that old quote, um, what people think about me is none of my business. Exactly. You know? yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. it just matters what you think about yourself and your right. ideas and what and you yeah, want to Yeah, believe me, we've got, I've gotten some pretty good um, good bad remarks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, that, you know, that's, like I always tell my kids, that's their problem, not mine. Yep. Yeah, we, you know, we so. all have those um, those fans, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if it would be life if you didn't have any fans like that. <laughs> right. And, you know, in reality, they could, they're they the ones that could be pushing you forward. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. You, know? you need people like that right. to True. keep you on your toes. Yeah. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, they can't tell you, no, you can't do that because right. you're going to turn around and do it yep. just to prove them wrong. Right, yep. right. Exactly. Same, same goes with like starting the podcast. I always mention this. It was hard. And people laugh at us. We're doing this. Yeah. But I think, like, me and Chris always have to, or I always come to Chris and I have to get a pep talk. I'm like, we're doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing. <laughs> and Chris is like, yeah, we are, man. Let's just keep going. And that's just because I'm looking for validation, you know, because yeah. I get nervous. Yeah. 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 And, but that's normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But um, it's it's cool. And, and how long were you a police officer? I don't remember. I You know, it's better that I not say anything because mm-hmm. my mom said, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. Yeah. It's better that I don't stick my foot in my mouth. So Right, right. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you seem to have like a really good um, outlook on life. You Did you have like a teacher or a good mentor that helped you get become that way? You know, I've always looked at um, Wendell Chino, the mm-hmm. late Wendell Chino, mm-hmm. and the way he operated. And... I've sat in his office many times and, you know, he told stories and he um, would show me things. And he was a individual to be looked up to because he showed me a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so basically he was my mentor, but, you know, along with my grandpa, uh, Mm -hmm. Alton Peso. And so, because he was on the council for a long time and he worked with Chino. So it's... Basically them, yeah, you know, and mm. so and it's, I and I had three great bosses that were not from the reservation, but I can't count any more than th- the three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is there any um, some a story or something advice that Wendell Chino gave you that most memorable for you that you can think of right now? Um, there was quite a bit, but you know, right offhand, it's not one that I can just pick up oh, straight. Okay. You know, and. But what I did learn from him a lot is the writing. The writing? And, yeah, you... writing, you know, his memos, his letters. Oh, okay. And um, I was able to figure out how he wrote, and I was able to go with that. And I was brave enough to write my own letters with for his signature. Oh, okay. And at first it was like red marks everywhere on my paper. You know, he goes, you know, you need to fix this, you need to fix that, and... So I got to the point, and so I would go in there, and I would explain to him and tell him, this is, this is what this letter says. And so there, after a while, he was able to read my letters and just say, okay, and sign off on it. Because nice. it was with for his signature that I wrote. Mm-hmm. you know. And so and today I still pursue that by taking odd classes, just to take classes, you know. And so 
um, that's where I've learned to pick up my writing too. So oh. it's just like I, uh, would, it, would it be fair to say something that you picked up for him was um, having like a high standard? Yes, yes, okay. definitely. Wow. Yeah, he seemed, um, well, I only recall just images of him from when I was a kid. And, you know, I didn't like, I wasn't old enough to like pick up on his attributes, but um, he seemed very put together. He seemed very, um, like, not strategic, but he just seemed, what's the word? Like, he had a purpose. Right. Yeah. He did. And he had a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you saw the tribe, he, he had a plan for them. 10-year plan, 20-year plan. You know, so he had that taken care of. And so in during the feast times, I remember him getting on, on the mic early in the morning and say. Get up, people! It's the sun is up, and you know. And on Sunday mornings, he tell you tell them get up and go to church. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. that was part of him on Sunday mornings during the feast that he. You know, I remember all of that. You mm-hmm. know, so. But yes, he did set a high standard, and I think that I, I've done that for myself also. Mm-hmm. You know, and I come from Muscular, a small community just like you guys, yeah. and. You know, and nothing is impossible if you don't let anything stand in your way. Right. You seem to have a, a pretty good uh, ability to find the people that you think are worth following or picking up good things from and just kind of um, paying attention to that. Yes. And I think that's important. Um, I noticed, like, you know, when I was trying to uh, reflect on myself, not to long ago I was like what what am I doing and how am I getting better um and I couldn't really pinpoint it until I decided that I think I'm just following people I look up to because I don't even know where my drive comes from to be better or to grow and it just seems like maybe I'm just finding all my favorite people and putting them together right if that makes any sense yes that does so I think it's like important to find people with good qualities and take all their good qualities and become that Right. Yeah, right. you can take one good thing from everyone you know. and, and Exactly, because everybody has something good to give. Right. You yeah. know, no matter who you are, you have something good to give. And um, I also think it's always good just to keep growing no matter what age you are. Yes, just definitely. Try to get better and stuff. Well, earlier you talked about uh, prayer before you put the pan out, that you prayed a lot. For, yes. So what's your what's your faith? Or where do you go to church? or what? I go to the Apache Assembly of God Church. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. So. We've got. I've, we grew up there. I think they built it a little over fifty years ago, and we've been going there since. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So our family, our entire family. That's awesome. So yeah. Well, um, going into order. So, would you say um, that kind of concludes like your uh, your path from making your invention? Like you got the investors, and now you're at this point where you're waiting for manufacturing. <clears throat> Yes. Yeah. Um, do you want to touch on anything else as far as that part goes before we move on? Uh, no. It's just that um, we're waiting for the patent. Well, not the patent, but we're waiting for a manufacturer to pick it up mm-hmm. and to get it taken care of. Because this patent was also patented in China for us. Oh. You wow. know. So yeah, because we had to duel. You know. So so that they wouldn't steal the idea. Okay. So, so you had to play strategy? Yes. Okay. So I had to say, well, it's good enough that somebody's going to try to steal it. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So I didn't want anybody to steal it. So we patented with uh, China. I see. 
so, so yeah I had one more um so let's say there's a, a listener travel member that's listening to this and they go well I got an invention what what's the first thing I need to do to get mine started what would you what would some of your advice be to them I would have them contact a patent lawyer okay because they're the ones that will help them go in the right direction okay yeah nice. and don't quit on your inventions mm-hmm. you know work on it work toward it and make it a reality because look at me i i'm from a small town and we're of musclero you know and who would have thought mm-hmm. you know that this could happen yeah and it did happen for me that's yeah, awesome so, so are you the first one in mescalero do you think i have no I haven't idea heard of, cause I, haven't I have heard of no idea it could be yeah. you know because there's yeah. a lot of publishers on the reservation oh, okay too. so the yeah. books and all that and that's yeah. probably our next topic book. Right. yeah, yeah. Okay. um uh, well, yeah, that would be next. Um, so I got to go. I got going with you on that, and then it led to another thing. It kind of slipped out. You talked about a book. Yes. And I was like, where the heck did the book come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, again, back in it's been sitting on my computer again. So mm-hmm. I've been sitting on it since 2017. That's how far back it was sitting on my computer. But prior to that, I had it written down on a notebook. Mm-hmm. And I worked with one of my grandkids um, when I, we got her for a while. She didn't uh, know her alphabets, her letters, different things. So I put a book together for her. I, I'm i not an artist, like I said, but I drew, you know, what I could and mm-hmm. showed her. And she picked, on it, picked up on it real well. And so I thought, hmm, this is a good idea. So I put it on my computer and then uh, I, I went around t- taking a lot of pictures, and I thought, well, I'll put this book together for to to publish. Well, I looked around again for a publisher once I got my book together, and I contacted the, the last person I contacted was Zulon. Uh, it's a Christian uh, publisher. Mm-hmm. And so they're out of Florida. So I went with them, and I called them, and I talked to them, and they told me what I needed to do again and get things done. And they told me my pictures had to be, I think it was 300 um, pixel. Um, DPI? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, or better. Mm-hmm. And the pictures that I took were not that quality. So I went and I bought me a camera. You know, so I had to start all over and take different pictures, although I, I really liked the pictures that I took off of my camera. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I was talking to one of my friends, and she said, you should have brought it to me. I could have changed it for you. I could have converted it. And I says, well, I didn't know you had all the equipment. Uh-huh. But anyway, long story short, I got it. Um, I called them, and I we got everything done, and a lot of back and forth Um checking to make sure everything was right and the wording was right, the letters were right and whatever else. And I had to buy some pictures off of uh, stock. I stock. Yes, yeah, yeah. I stock because um, I, I couldn't I couldn't take pictures of money and some of that is in my book. Oh, okay. And so I had to buy that in order to put into the book. And so it was just... Again, research to mm-hmm. make sure everything was put in order and uh, taken care of. And then, again, I get it. I didn't tell anybody again. You know, I, I just worked on this on my own. 
and then I put it together and when I called Zulon I asked them well how much is it going to cost and uh, they they gave me a price and the good thing is that they can um, what do they call it? credit give you credit yeah and, and you can pay into it you know and so I thought no this is not going to work for me. I hate working, you know, paying payments. Paying back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just paid the whole thing up front so that I didn't have to worry about payments. So that really pushed me because I was, my book was not complete at the time, mm-hmm. although I had the idea because it was already on the book. And so I paid it up front. And so by doing that, they were pushing me, hurry, we need, you know, you yeah. need to get it done. You need to get it done. So that helped me not to procrastinate. Mm. And so I moved forward with making that book. Nice. You know, so it's basically a picture book for kids, like learning alphabets, numbers, colors, whatever else. But it's pictures from the local area. Oh, okay. So is it for sale now? Do you have it out? Yes, yes. Is it, is it, is it, where can people get it at? They can get it off of Zulon oh, okay. um, Bookstore. Uh-huh. And then just put my name in there after Zulon Bookstore and put my name in after it and it'll pop up. Nice. What's the book called? It's uh, called Learning is Great. Learning is Great? Yes. Oh, okay. It's just a little book, but it's published. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's huge. Um, so, the, I mean, yeah, you said it's like a, it's a little book, but um, none of us have made books. You know, it's still a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't want to just like brush past it or not mention it on the podcast. And especially if um, you have any fans out there that want to get the book, you know, just give it a plug and uh, let them uh, go look for it. And maybe, maybe some more people will get it. And you can they can say, hey, you know, that book that you read, you know, uh, that lady right there uh, wrote it and stuff. And that's that would be pretty cool. Um, I'll definitely get the book, check yeah. it out and just yeah. show some support and just have a book that was uh, put together by one of her own. It's, mm-hmm. it's really cool. And the good thing about it was that I ran into some people in Roswell, and they said, just bring your book here. We'll sell it for you, and we'll just give you back the money, you know? So I was like, okay. And then, so there's different ways of approaching and selling it. So I came across two two companies, one in Albuquerque and one in Minneapolis, I believe, that are native stores that sell books, you know? So I, I contacted them. And I gave them gave them the information, and they may or may not pick it up, you know. But right. that's well worth a try. I mean, yeah. all they can do is tell you no, right? Right. You know. So, but is it long enough to put out an audio version? No. no. Oh, okay. It's it's just a small book, you know. Yeah. But okay. it's it's um, it's a picture book, like I said, and it does sh- does show things from around here. Yeah. You know, like I have the mountain, the uh, white mountain on there. Yeah. And for M. You know, mountain. You know, oh, okay. So, yeah. So that's how I work that. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. awesome. That's awesome. That's cool. Well, um, you're definitely uh, full of a lot of talents, and um, I don't want to run out of time on this next one. Um, I wanted to save some time for this discussion. Uh, you're, you seem, you kind of seem to be like you're motivated by education. Um, I know, am. You're making I am. books and your research <laughs> and how you like to write and all these things, but. Maybe that's kind of why you fell into this next category here. But um, you also mentioned to me that you're running for school board for Tularosa. Yes, for Tularosa District. Yes, Tularosa District. And um, from my understanding, it's not 
uh, very easy to get elected for that board. Um, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I've never tried it, so I'm, I'm. I mean, this is a first for me again. I mean, well, it could be. Um, that's just my perception. I don't know much about it. Um, what inspired you to run for a school board for Tularosa? What I see is that a like a bright future is with starts with happy people mm-hmm. you know and if you're not happy then you're not going to be happy about anything that's going on right and i've i've dealt with teachers counselors and different individuals on kids falling through the cracks right you know and enough is enough mm-hmm. you know we we pay attention to our athletes we pay attention to people that are on that honor roll and what happens to the rest of them yeah you know no we we don't hear anything about them right and i think that it's important that each child knows that they're unique and that they're they are important yeah you know so and because i've i was able to deal with budgets and grants and whatever else i know exactly what to look for in you know the grants that are at the school because anybody can read it and figure out where the money needs to go rather than where I want it to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's got to be spent in the appropriate funding areas. You know, so what's the what's the process to run? Well, this was a first for me for out of you know New Mexico, I mean, out of Mescalero. So I went to I again I asked questions and then I went to the Otero County. Um, what is it called? The Otero County Clerk's Office, mm-hmm. and that's where I was told to go. So right. that's where I went and d- did all the paperwork and filled it out. And so I have a running mate, you know, and he's been on the school board for I don't know how long he's been on there. What, what does that mean, running mate? He's not my running mate. He's my opponent. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... Um, so he has been on the school board for I don't know how long he's been, okay. you know, and he's from Tularosa. Oh, I and, see. But I'm from Mescalero, and Mescalero does have part of the Tularosa district. Yeah. You know, just like Redosa has part of the district, and Mescalero also, as mm-hmm. Mescalero has its. So I'm running in the uh, Mescalero district for the Tularosa district. Okay. You know, so Got I'm going to be on their ballot. What made you pick Tularosa? Did you go to school there? Or your kids go to school there? My grand, my kids and my grandkids. Okay. Yeah, and so I, I've had my own issues there, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's time to do what I needed to do and go forth with, yeah. you know, with my plans and try to make it a good happy school you know i'm not saying it's bad mm-hmm. you know i'm just saying that i like to listen to people talk listen and learn from them and i'm sure you know you can even learn from the smallest of kids yeah you know? and so whatever they have to say whatever they do it's what we need to improve our kids help them with their endeavors mm-hmm. you know rather than putting them down saying no you can't do that mm-hmm. you know a lot of kids enough hear that so the thing is that we have smart kids on the reservation yeah. I've noticed that because I worked with the education department before and I've seen people that are out on the streets that are oh my gosh they are so intelligent 
and especially in science and math is mm-hmm. what I found. Mm-hmm. You know, they're weak in the English area, but they're pretty smart in math and science, like I said. And if they would just put a little effort into it, you know, they could do whatever they want to do. Yeah. You know, and so, and I think that's important for the kids to understand that, you know, we can't let them fall through the cracks anymore. Right. Definitely. So what would be your first step to making that school better? What would you do? Well, I want to talk with the teachers. I want to be transparent. Everybody mm-hmm. says that, but I like to put everything on a table and yeah. see what's going on. Listen to them. What what ideas do you guys have? What ideas might work? You know, what is wrong that we need to get taken care of? What, you know, how do we do, what do we do to make it right? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the approach of listening to people, you know, and making sure that our kids are are coming first, you know, because you have to have the kids, your administrators and your teachers and, you know, others on, on board with you in order to get anything done, I think. What, uh, what's really uh, striking me right now, I think, is that you're going about your um, your goals in, in a, an effective manner. You're not using, like, hate or you're not using, like, anger to drive you. You're just looking for, like, oh, what's the best solution here? How can I be the most effective? And, you know, you first you started out with you wanting to become part of the um, district's um, school board. And you're like, well, I can make a difference there. And I think that's key right there is mm-hmm. just being able to tell yourself, I'm going to go make a difference. And I'm not going to bring anybody down the process. I'm going to be as effective, I'm going to be as effective as possible when I do this. And um, your thoughts seem to be more in that um, lane than anything else. And uh, I have a lot of respect for that kind of attitude. And I think things can be done the right way. You know? Right, right. Thank you. I think there is a right way. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, vendetta has no place, mm. you know. So it's just like if you're angry with yourself, you're going to be angry with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And so whatever you're feeling, you're taking it out on other people. And that's not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of changes that need to be made, not only in Mescalero, but around mm-hmm. the community and around the state, wherever it may be. But, you know, we're not going to make everybody happy. Right. There's going to be people that are not going to like what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that as long as we're moving forward to make a better place for our kids and other people, then that's where we need to go. Yeah, that's awesome. I really respect you for wanting to be the change. Um, I hope you can inspire more of that, you know, in your small circle and. And they inspire more people. Maybe it trickles on and stuff. It's it's ma- it matters. You know yes. your your attitude definitely matters. Yes. Um. So uh, I have a lot of respect for you for being that way. You know, because like you said, it started out with you being upset about a about maybe something. You know, you wanted to see a change, and so that you know you were very positive about trying to fix it. So just wanted to highlight that. You know, I don't yes, want to let thank that you. go by. Yeah. Yeah. But how do we uh how do we vote for you? Um. How how do the people vote? I will be on the ballot. Uh, with the Otero County mm-hmm. uh, in November, I think it's November second is the voting. Mm. Early early voting starts October fifth. Okay, so who all can vote? Just anybody from Otero? Every anybody that is registered voter. Oh, okay. Yeah. And how do they get registered there? It's just like the regular. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, it's regular voting. Yes. Okay. So it doesn't run through the tribe; it runs through the the Otero County. I see. Okay. Yeah, and where does the voting take place? They're going to have it, I believe, They it's on the ballot 
when they come on this in mm. the center. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so the information is going to be pushed out of, a look of when and where and, and okay. Yeah. So um, we might not know everything right now, but we'll find out. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, because I'm. I didn't read up on it. Oh, okay. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. much like the regular election day. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah okay. that's what okay. it is. Yeah. Nice. I apologize for putting <laughs> you on the spot and all that stuff, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, you're you're on the right path, and um, I'm hoping that you know people can hear this and hear your your attitude, and that it's a positive one, and they can come out and support you. Um, I appreciate yeah. that, and I appreciate you guys yeah. having me here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's great to have you, too, especially because you're a female. We haven't had too many females on <laughs> our, right. on our show. We're trying to get more. We're yeah. trying to get more females to come <laughs> on and stuff, so um, I hope you inspire a new a new following. Yeah. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and I hope that, you know, the people, the the women would get out there and start inventing things. And mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody has had a thought of, wow, this should be done this way. Follow through with it, mm-hmm. you know. And if you don't have the funds, find some investors to do it, you know, but not enough to take all your funds from you once you get it manufactured. Right, you know, right. just minimal, as much, limited as much as possible. Right. You know, so... Yeah. Well, it was definitely a pleasure talking to you. I, um, uh, to be honest, I think I might have known you when I was a little too young, and then I hadn't really known you until I moved back home this past year, and I started talking to you, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I know of you. You live down the road. And right. I had no idea that you had all these things cooking, you know. And I don't think anybody does. Yeah. Because yeah. it's been under wraps, okay. you know, so it's, you're not the first to say that. All right. Um well, shoot! I I hope you inspire some. Definitely, people. I yeah. think they. I think this story will inspire yeah. a lot of people on the Mescalero. <laughs> Pretty awesome, yeah. and, and that's what this was for. You know, we always want to give this platform um, to people like you, but you know, pretty much anybody. But it's always a pleasure to have some positive stories come on, and um, that, that's just what it's becoming. This podcast is shaping up uh, because of people like you, and this yeah. podcast is going to continue to grow. As long as we have more stories to tell. And, yes, yeah. Um, it's just awesome that we keep finding hidden gems, you know. And you know, So thank you for putting aside the time to come on and talk with us about this, you know. I really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Is there more? I mean, is there anything else you want to tell your listeners? Like yeah, maybe maybe probably, people they are going to vote or something, some, something inspiring that you can... You know, I don't have too much to say on that. But the thing is... I am from Mescalero. I am full-blooded Mescalero. I do talk the language. I know some of the culture. Nice. You know, and so nothing can stop mm-hmm. anyone that wants to move forward and get anything done. You know, and so I'd appreciate everybody's vote, you know, and I because we need a voice in the Torosa School District. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I agree. You know, so, and we can make changes if we want to make changes. Nice. Awesome. That's very inspiring. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. This was a great interview. Yes. Yeah. We're already, and I can't believe we're already almost at an hour. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's quick. Yeah. yeah. So sure. if there's nothing else, do you, should we do the 10 fun questions of the res? Yeah. Have you heard yeah. our show before? No. We finished the show by uh, asking 10 fun questions of the res. There's no right or wrong answer. <laughs> just whatever. I, and uh, and if, if, if we can remember the questions. <laughs> we uh, originally, or I originally wanted it to be nice and structured and have the questions out. And I was starting to cringe that we um, were kind of butchering the questions. And now it's becoming a little bit more fun for me. That <laughs> we're kind of winging it. So we're going to ask you these questions as best as we can. Just answer them as quick as you can. 
And it's just a way to wrap up the show, basically. Okay. 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 All right. You ready, Chris? Yeah. All right. So, um, which one do you want to start with? You want to start with um, hunting or fishing? Yeah. Hunting, right. hunting or fishing? Both. Both? Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> All cool. right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Old Road or East LA? Old Road. Old Road. Nice. What's your favorite thing from Old Road? Guacamole salad. Okay. Um, tribal store or Casino Apache Travel Center store? Tribal store. I, don't, I haven't gone to Travel Center. Oh, you've never been to Travel Center? I mean, I have, <laughs> but not to shop. It's too expensive. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Windles or Broken Arrow Tap House? I've never been to either. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. You're going to have to treat me someday. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I lied. I've gone to Wendell's, but that was many years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll just pass that one. We'll yeah. skip that question. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I think we'll replace it. No, never mind. We'll, we'll replace the question last time with, uh, okay, what's your favorite booth at the feast? Favorite booth at the feast? Somebody that sells enchiladas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, Club 49 or regular Feast 49? I mean, Club 49 or actual Feast 49, sorry. Actual Feast 49. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, my favorite thing about Mescalero is... Oh, fill in the blank. Because these are fill in the blank. My favorite thing about Mescalero is... The the scenery. The scenery. Okay. Um, I am most thankful for... My family. My family. Um, I'm missing one good one about Mescalero. Um, one I remember was my name is... That's the last one. I, okay. That's the last one. And oh, bowl of chili. Oh yeah, yeah. So stuffed fry bread or fry bread with a bowl of chili. Fry bread with a bowl of chili. Nice. Okay, so we got the last one. We're missing one more. I'll make one up. What are you thinking? Who makes your favorite fry bread? My sister. Your sister makes good fry bread. My sister Adela. Idella? And right. she's on the council. She's oh, running for council. Shoot. We're going to start asking her for some Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yes. tell, tell her she needs to come on here. Yeah. Yeah. Would that be said, we invite anybody that, that wants to come on here. For, that if you're running for council or if you're running for something, we invite you on this podcast. Yeah, I think she just got on the ballot this last. Yeah? Yeah. That's so awesome. She, yeah. So we'd love to have her. But, um, okay, so last question. Um, or la- last fill in the blank. My name is Naomi and I love... Everything. Everything. All right. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Naomi Signs, we thank you once again for being on the podcast. Really appreciate you. And um, that's our episode. So we'll see you all next. We'll talk to you all next time here on Riding on the Wall Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As you probably know by now, you're listening to a podcast. Get a chance for some of the unique stories out there um, to be heard and if anything inspire our community.